0: This is Elm surgery in Plymouth, and at first glance it seems very different from a low-cost airline or cinema chain, but in fact the surgery faces many similar challenges. In particular, how to maximise the utilisation of expensive or scarce resources.
1: We are a GP surgery, and our basic role is to provide um, clinical services to patients who are ill. Um, and we will either, you know, diagnose those patients and, and deal with them, providing treatment for them, or we'll refer them on to another part of the NHS if they require, you know, a specialist consultant appointment. We're also managing a lot of patients who have a chronic disease, such as diabetes or coronary heart disease, and they're patients that require regular monitoring.
0: As a GP at the practice, Dr Tim Alexander juggles patient care with running a successful business.
2: Day-to-day, my job is principally consultation with patients. Alongside that, I'm effectively a partner in a small business. We have sources of income from the NHS. We have a very little bit of private work from, say, insurance reports and so on. At the end of the year, what is left in the pot after paying staff wages, paying for the building, paying the various day-to-day costs, that is what's left for us as the partners.
0: The partners are just one of the stakeholder groups that need to be satisfied to ensure the success of the surgery.
1: There are four main stakeholders. Um, the patients um, are, are of course one of those stakeholders and they have a primary interest in, in the services that we deliver and the quality of those services that we deliver. Um, the primary health care trust, which is effectively the NHS, they're clearly keen to ensure that we're meeting the, you know the necessary standards and delivering the services that, that the NHS wants us to provide. Um, the other stakeholders are, are our staff um, who have clearly an interest in, in, in how the surgery performs and we need to make sure that we're developing and using our staff as effectively as we can. And of course our partners have a, um, a, a keen interest in the, the, the practices of business and clearly we have to run into long business lines. So we need to make sure that their goals are achieved, whether the goals are financial or, or, or otherwise.
0: Practice management is still viewed as a fairly new role and there is considerable variability as to how it is carried out.
1: I think general practice has changed more in the last three years than it had probably in the previous 20 years. Traditionally, practice managers um, have been administrators and the partners have run the business and the practice manager has, and, and quite efficiently, made sure that the practice is fit for purpose. I think there is now a role um, in general practice, or increasingly a role for a business manager, to come in and decide with the partners, um, you know, where the practice is going, what the mission of the practice is, because that always needs to be articulated, and then decide what the objectives are, and then actually, you know, work towards delivering those objectives. General practice is, after all, you know, a business, and core components and the stakeholders, you know, are common to are, are common to any business really, um, and therefore I think a business approach is absolutely vital. Okay, for you.
2: We probably have the nice position compared with most small businesses that our customer is not going to go away. We can lose patients to other practices because they're fed up with us or because they wait too long to see us or because they can't get an appointment. Equally, we can gain patients because we may gain a reputation as a good or caring practice or as a set of doctors who will listen and try our best for them
1: we don't have unlimited resource, that there are not unlimited financial resources available within the NHS anyway, but particularly here. So clearly what we have to do is we have to look after you know, a group of patients, which is roughly 6,000, so we have 6,000 patients. We only have so much clinician time, so clearly there's always a balance to be achieved between the amount of time that we have available to see patients and, and the amount of time that, that, that they want from us, and that's always a very tricky one to manage. I think we manage it quite successfully. I think our, our results show that we manage it successfully. And I think, I think it's about understanding what the demand is really and where that demand is coming from and almost understand it before it really hits you so that we're constantly, you know, measuring how much clinician time we're using, what patients are seeing us for, so that we can channel patients really in the right direction. Okay. It, it's never going to be a perfect scenario, but we do try and wherever we can to achieve that balance.